This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Thanking Congress for coming through for farmers and ranchers and replenishing the Commodity Credit Corporation. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Gray wolves are being returned to state management after nearly 40 years of endangered species list protections. Supporters of the move say it's proof of the success of ESA management of the animal's population, but groups like the Natural Resources Defense Council say the wolf has not returned to all of its habitat in the west and northeast. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. Also online today, EPA has tweaked its application exclusion zones for pesticide spraying and a judge rules USDA must reinstate a farm worker wage survey. China currently doesn't allow pork treated with ractopamine to be imported into its borders, but a study there on the subject could produce some changes. USDA Trade Undersecretary Ted McKinney says he thinks a more modern pork production system would make the Chinese more amenable to the technology. Well, if they truly are moving to the large modern barns in a system much like we see in the USA today, that makes the management of that product a great deal easier. Add to that, it seems like they would want to be very efficient with their precious resources, feed, livestock. And so there's that benefit. And, you know, they too, like all consumers, want to make sure that leanness is a part of of all of their food and their diet. So, um, we'll see where it goes, but they're certainly following all the steps in the, in the timeline that they said that they would. Under the Phase 1 trade deal, China agreed to conduct a risk assessment of ractopamine. McKinney shared his comments in a webinar sponsored by the National Pork Board and hosted by AgriPulse today. Watch the full event and read Bill Thompson's story on the subject on agripulse.com. One of the biggest biofuel backers on Capitol Hill says he's concerned with legislation to promote electric vehicles. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. Senate Finance Committee Chair Chuck Grassley of Iowa is urging farm groups to tell Congress to reject a recently introduced bill pushing for only electric vehicles to be sold by 2035. Grassley says there's no doubt consumers will want to choose electric vehicles in the future, but a mandate by the government is something entirely different. If these Democrats really wanted to reduce emissions, they would be looking for ways to do it by increasing the amount of biofuels in our transportation system, not by eliminating these clean-burning products. This far-left scheme is really an extreme government overreach that would strip away consumer choice. Pointing to a University of Tennessee study, Grassley says an electric vehicle mandate would decimate the agricultural economy. The study shows that when the mandate takes full effect, corn prices could be slashed in half to $1.74 per bushel. Soybeans dropped 44% to 492. 244,000 jobs would be lost. Democratic lawmakers Senator Jeff Merkley of Oregon and Representative Mike Levin of California introduced the Zero Emission Vehicles Act last Tuesday. The bill would require sales of new gasoline-powered vehicles in 15 years to stop. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, make no bones about it. Colin Peterson is counting on agriculture's support in his re-election effort. The Minnesota Democrat is currently in a tight race in his effort to win a 16th term in Congress. Speaking on an International Dairy Foods Association podcast, he said agriculture interests are playing a key role in his re-election. I've taken my time to learn the industry, 
I've traveled all over the United States. I know most of these people. They know me. They trust me. Uh, they know that um, even though my party is not always on their wavelength, that I do have the respect in my party. I do have the speaker, respects me, listens to me, you know, and um, that's in this climate, that's a big deal. Peterson is running against Michelle Fishback, a former state legislator and lieutenant governor of the state. She has sought to tie Peterson to Speaker Nancy Pelosi and other members of the Democratic Party. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm Bureau thanks Congress for coming through for farmers and ranchers. Replenishing the Commodity Credit Corporation keeps conservation and other Farm Bill programs on track. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.